Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. I am so happy to be talking to you all again today. My dad first brought this message to the pulpit on October 16, 1977. The topic that morning was do things. Don't just hear things, do things. The scripture was from James, the first chapter of the 22nd verse. It said, be doers of the word, not hearers only. So what do you feel like doing for the Lord today? Isn't that a question we should ask ourselves every morning as we get up? Well, first of all, for this one, for this podcast today, I want to open this with with saying clearly that I am not a theologian. I am not a biblical historian. I am not any of these things. I'm just the son of a preacher. But my dad was a theologian, and my dad had spent a lot of time studying a lot of the Bible. So what I'm about to tell you is a story that is well documented, and its essence comes from the Bible. But a lot of the story comes from outside of the Bible and from other theologian academics. So I'm going to tell you this in the way that my dad told it, and hopefully all you folks that are listening to this podcast will understand. I'm doing my best to pass on what my dad's thoughts were. So let's begin. James was the oldest brother of Jesus. And in the book of Matthew, 13th chapter in the 55th verse, and it says, Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary, and are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And we know that there were two apostles named James, and the oldest brother of Jesus was also named James. And this James, the brother of Jesus, was recognized as a leading overseer of the Judean church. And in the book of Acts, the 12th chapter and the 17th verse, and it says, Tell this to James and to the brethren. Now, James, Jesus' brother, is commonly regarded as the writer of this particular epistle. Now, James was known as an unusually good man. He was known by the nickname of James the Just by his countrymen. And it is said that he spent so much time on his knees in prayer that they were calloused up like a camel's knees. Now, he is thought to have been married, and he was very influential both among the Jews and in the church. And Peter even reported to him on it when he was released from prison. And Paul acted on his advice. So James, even though he was not a disciple, he was certainly an acknowledged man of God and well-respected for his beliefs and actions. And now James, the brother, was a very strict Jew, and he was the author of the tolerant little letter to the Gentile Christians, and he endorsed Paul's Gentile work. And he personally was mainly concerned with his life's work, which was to win the Jews and smooth their passage to Christianity. Now, there's another interesting story about this man. It's the brother of Jesus. And apparently, according to Josephus and Hegesippus, this is a Christian history from the second century. And his narrative is accepted by Eusebius and said that shortly before Jerusalem was Jewish, destroyed by the Roman army, and this was in 70 AD, 
when the Jews were coming to Christianity in large numbers and in the high priest named Annas and the scribes and the Pharisees at, at around the year 62 AD, well, they assembled and they, they commanded James, the brother of Jesus, and they commanded him to proclaim from one of the galleries of the temple that Jesus was not the Messiah. And James went up into the gallery and he cried out that Jesus was the Son of God and the judge of the world. And this enraged his enemies, and they hurled him to the ground, and they stoned him until a charitable man came along and ended his suffering with a club. And all this time he was on his knees praying, praying, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Now this man was a doer. It has been argued and discussed for centuries that if there was anyone who was the most powerful man in the first church, According to the scriptures, it was not Peter. It was James, the half-brother of Jesus. So James had led a prayer-filled life, and that had led him to witness for Christ. And his death by stoning was caused by such an event, such a witness. And James believed in prayer, and that belief in prayer, well, that brings comfort. And then the knowing that passing our burden to someone bigger than ourselves, well, it just, it just helps. And that has ever been the experience for all of God's children. When the outlook is gloomy, we will try prayer. And I've not been disappointed ever by going to prayer. And I'm certain my dad would say the same. And in these days, with the world bewildered by the clash of everything going on around us, well, we are foolish to resist the urge to seek the peace of God's company. And I feel that this is what James found as he was pastoring the Jerusalem church. And I mean, the church was so popular at the beginning, but it was not long until they had problems. You know, problems that you always have. There were money problems. A collection had to be taken from the other young Christian communities and had to be brought back by Paul to the mother church. And not only that, but they had problems with minorities. There were the Greek Christians and the Hebrew Christians, and they were at odds with one another because the Greek widows were being neglected with the issue of food. And because of that problem, well, deacons were appointed to make sure that the dwindling supply of food were, were shared equally. And then they were persecuted. I mean, Stephen was, was taken out and stoned, and others were persecuted and thrown into prison. And being a member of the Christian church at that time was becoming harder and harder. And James was spending more and more time on his knees. So again, we know returning to prayer when the world is hurting, when we are hurting, and we should spring from our knees out to the hurting world and bring them the gospel of Christ. And my dad, and remember, this is 1977, he said that he was encouraged by the church as the, the leaders began to talk about increasing the witnessing of their faith to the Lord. And there seems to be a, a growing awareness that, that there is a need of the good news in the world. And this is still true today. We worry about the physical needs of the world and overlook that there is a need in the world for folks to know the Lord and to accept him in their lives, to live for the Lord and to have faith. So there's many stories of people where they tell about how prayer, how their belief in the Lord has helped them through troubling times. And there's many stories about how the Lord has come and given comfort to people and to communities. So you just can't help but remember the Lord was always interested in the healing of souls. 
And that's why he gave his only begotten son. So to go back to the title of what we're talking about here today, it's so important to be doers of the Lord's work. Don't just hear about the Lord, but go out and do his work. So just remember how James spent so much time on his knees that he built up calluses. And remember that we should wake up every morning and ask ourselves, what am I going to do for the Lord today? May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40, 50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace. Thank you.